Welcome to another episode of Jim Lunsford's Resilience Unleashed, the podcast that empowers you to face life's harshest trials head on. I'm Jim Lunsford, your guide through the murky trenches of life's battles. What's our objective? To emerge from each challenge stronger, wiser, and infinitely more resilient. Here, you're not just a bystander, but a resilience warrior in training, learning the tactics and strategies that enable you to fight the shadows of addiction, trauma, and the myriad obstacles life throws your way. Before we dive in, let me share something unique about this podcast. Each episode is actually a direct adaptation of articles from our headquarters, resilienceunleashed.net, brought to life through the power of AI. That's right, an advanced artificial intelligence reads the articles, providing you with critical insights and tactics in a new, accessible format. Today's episode promises to equip you with the mental and emotional ammunition you'll need to rise above your circumstances. Our mantra is simple, be better today than you were yesterday. So gear up, warrior. You're about to experience a transformation that doesn't just change you but reshapes your core. Let's get after it. Mental Warfare, Using Exercise to Conquer Depression Introduction Greetings, Resilience Warriors. I'm Jim Lunsford. Pay attention. You're locked in combat with a formidable adversary that doesn't show itself but gnaws at you from the inside. It's called depression, an enemy that has declared war on your mind, spirit, and essence. Sure, you've likely considered or even tried the conventional routes for engaging this enemy, pills, counseling, maybe even meditation. These are all tactical tools, and they have their place in your operational kit. But today, right now, I'm introducing you to a game-changing weapon in this fight, one that's been under your nose the whole time, exercise. I'm not talking about just any exercise, but a highly specialized, tactical fitness regimen aimed like a sniper's bullet at eradicating depression from your life. This is no light red, no casual perusal. This thorough briefing will arm you with everything you need to know to wield exercise as your natural antidepressant. I'm talking raw science, psychological maneuvers, and a boots-on-the-ground action plan that is non-negotiable. You'll learn about the biochemical shifts that exercise triggers, effectively turning your brain into a fortress impenetrable to depressive thoughts. We'll dive into the neural rewiring that occurs, constructing new highways of positive reinforcement and bulldozing the old, crumbling roads of negativity and despair. And make no mistake, this isn't a sprint, it's a long, drawn-out campaign. It's a war of attrition against an enemy who knows you better than anyone else because it's inside you. We'll explore how to establish a disciplined routine, why you must adapt your battle plans regularly, and how to keep your morale high even when it feels like the enemy is gaining ground. I'm not just talking about lifting weights or doing cardio, I'm talking about psychological warfare, and you'll become a master strategist. This is your comprehensive guide, field manual, and engagement doctrine. And it's not something you read and toss aside. It's something you implement rigorously and relentlessly until victory is not just visible but achieved. You're going to turn your body into a weapon, your mind into your battlefield, and you will into your greatest ally. So brace yourselves. Absorb every word and strategy and prepare to deploy them ruthlessly. This is your mission. Should you accept it, arm yourself with knowledge and discipline and engage the enemy until it is utterly and completely defeated. Stand by to engage. 
Stand by for war. Stand by for victory. Section 1, The Chemical Warfare Within Your body is a complex battlefield, an intricate war zone where chemical agents are the soldiers, fighting for the territory that is your mental and emotional state. When depression sets in, it's as if the enemy, those destructive chemicals like cortisol and adrenaline, have breached the perimeter, deployed their forces, and entrenched themselves deep within your neural pathways. They ambush you with negativity, sap your energy, and cloud your decision-making. They turn the vibrant colors of your life into shades of gray. You feel it as an unyielding sadness, an anchor of hopelessness, a relentless crushing weight that refuses to let go. It's a siege, and the enemy is fortified. Enter exercise, your cavalry, your navy seals, your green berets, parachuting into retake ground. When you lace up those running shoes, grab those weights, or hit the punching bag, you are not just moving muscles, you are summoning an elite squad of chemical warriors to rally to your cause. Endorphins, serotonin, and dopamine report for duty, and when they do, the battlefield starts to shift. Endorphins are your gritty, fearless frontline grunts, designed to absorb and neutralize pain. Endorphins come into play when you're pushing through that final mile or completing those last reps, offering the kind of analgesic effect that shields both physical and emotional wounds. They offer you a second wind, an internal surge that says, you can do this. Keep pushing. Serotonin is your psychological strategist, your level-headed general conducting the orchestra of your emotions from a place of balance and poise. It modulates mood, handles the logistics of sleep, and calibrates appetite. With the right serotonin levels, you're not just surviving but commanding. You gain the perspective to see beyond the immediate skirmish to strategize and execute long-term plans for emotional well-being. Dopamine is your heavy artillery, your air support laying down suppressive fire on enemy positions. It's the neurochemical reward for victory, achievement, and simply doing something right. It's the pat on the back, the high five, the victory lap all rolled into one. When dopamine floods your neural circuits, it's as if you've seized the enemy's flag and planted your own, boldly declaring a win on this battlefield. Let's get one thing straight. Exercise isn't some ornamental, decorative aspect of your life. It's a foundational pillar, a core strategy in this ongoing war for mental territory. When you commit to physical activity, a brutal hit session, a disciplined martial arts practice, or a focused yoga routine, these chemical agents leap into action. They rout the enemy, reclaiming the ground lost to cortisol and its depressive allies. The balance of power shifts back in your favor and the enemy is forced to retreat. You must understand this is not a single battle won and then forgotten. This is an ongoing, relentless campaign. You need to maintain your forces and sustain their momentum. Consistent exercise keeps these positive neurotransmitters in a heightened state of readiness, always prepared to defend, retaliate, and seize the day. So gear up, warrior. Lock and load. This internal chemical warfare isn't going to resolve itself. You've got an arsenal at your disposal. It's time to use it. Engage in that physical activity. Release those troops. Turn the tide of this war and take back control. Section 2, The Discipline Factor Discipline. That word sends shivers down the spines of the weak, but for warriors like you, it's the backbone of your existence. Do you think depression is a formidable enemy? 
Absolutely, it is. It's like guerrilla warfare in the jungles of your mind. Unpredictable, lurking in the shadows, striking when you're vulnerable. Now, if you think getting up early to hit the weights or pound the pavement is hard, try grappling with that dark cloud of depression day after day, hour after hour. That's a dilemma. That's the kind of hard that can break even the toughest among us. But here's where discipline steps in, like a seasoned drill sergeant, demanding your attention and respect, the kind of respect born from understanding the transformative power of discipline. The alarm clock goes off, and it's the bugle call for your personal army of one. You might be tempted to hit snooze, to shy away from the battle, but that's what the enemy wants. Don't give in. Plant your feet on the ground, rise up, and face the day. You're already winning when you drag yourself out of the comfort of your bed, the fortress of blankets and pillows that provide a false sense of security. You're taking the initiative. You're going on the offensive. In military terms, you're securing the beachhead, setting up a forward operating base from which you'll launch your daily missions. Your workout is your first victory of the day, your first display of controlling the uncontrollable, of imposing your will on a world that often seems indifferent to your struggles. Each squat, each sprint, each pull-up is a rebellion, a defiance, a statement. You're saying, not today, depression. Not today. With every drop of sweat, you're purging the toxins, the negativity, the doubt. And let's not forget discipline feeds itself. It's an insatiable beast that grows stronger with every challenge met, every obstacle conquered. Once you've won that first battle of the day, you're already mentally fortified for the next one, the one after that, and the one after that. Understand this, discipline isn't just about exerting control over your environment, it's about establishing a dominion over your internal landscape. It's not just about physical strength, it's a mental bulwark against the siege engines of depression. It becomes your standard operating procedure, the rules of engagement for your daily life. And these aren't rules designed to restrict you, they're designed to free you. To free you from the tyranny of indecision, from the paralysis of doubt, from the shackles of despair. So, let's get after it. Every morning, sound your own reveille. Awaken your willpower, muster your internal troops, and get to work. The war against depression is fought one battle at a time, and with discipline as your unwavering ally, you're not just fighting back, you're taking ground. Section 3. Social Cohesion and Teamwork Listen up, team. We're not lone wolves out here. We're a pack, a unit, a band of brothers and sisters bound by a common mission. And make no mistake, depression wants you isolated. It wants you cut off from the herd, vulnerable and alone. Why? Because there's strength in numbers. There's strength in social cohesion and teamwork, in shared struggles and collective triumphs. So don't fool yourself into thinking you have to go it alone. When you decide to join that group run, sign up for that CrossFit class, or simply call up a buddy for a gym session, you're doing more than just penciling in a workout on your calendar. You're drafting a battle plan that includes allies, and in any conflict, allies are assets. You form bonds as strong as any forged in combat when you stand shoulder to shoulder with someone else, sweating, aching, and pushing through the limits. You look to your left, you look to your right, and you see fellow warriors. People who are on the same journey, fighting the same internal and external adversaries. And let's talk about accountability. 
In a team setting, you're not just accountable to yourself, you're accountable to your teammates. If you slack off, if you quit, you're not just letting yourself down, you're letting the team down. That level of accountability sharpens your resolve like a well-honed blade. It makes you push harder, dig deeper, and rise to the challenge, not just for your own sake, but for the sake of the group. Teamwork also provides you with a diversity of tactics. Maybe you're strong in areas where others are weak and vice versa. This is invaluable. You learn from each other, cover each other's blind spots, and complement each other's strengths and weaknesses. Your teammates' courage becomes your courage, their resilience, your resilience. It's a force multiplier, increasing each individual's effectiveness through the collective's power. Moreover, social interaction, even through the sweat and grunts of a tough workout, provides emotional nourishment. Conversation, encouragement, and even the simple act of making eye contact or giving a high five can stimulate the release of oxytocin, often referred to as the bonding hormone or the cuddle hormone. Oxytocin can counteract feelings of depression and loneliness, reinforcing the sense of social connection often eroded by depressive states. Don't underestimate the power of a strong team, the healing force of a community. You're not just fighting for yourself, you're fighting for each other. When one person is down, the team lifts them up. When one person triumphs, the team celebrates. You share in the defeats, yes, but you also share in the victories, and each victory becomes a hammer blow against the walls of depression that may be encircling you or your teammates. So get in the game. Find your team. Build your tribe. Forge those bonds of social cohesion and let them armor you against the slings and arrows of depression. There's an old saying, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Remember, this is a long war, not a quick skirmish. You're going to need all the allies you can get. Section 4, The Reinforcement of Identity Look in the mirror. What do you see? A warrior or a victim? The lens of depression clouds that reflection morphs you into someone you're not and strips away your identity piece by piece. It's like enemy propaganda, disinformation designed to break your spirit and sever you from your true self. But when you engage in physical training, you're not just building muscle or endurance, you're reconstructing your identity, reclaiming who you are at your core, a fighter, a survivor, a relentless force of nature. You're reauthoring the narrative, writing your own script with every drop of sweat and every surge of adrenaline. Let's get something straight. Your physical abilities directly extend your mental resilience. When you can squat more, run faster, or punch harder, it's not just a matter of physical prowess. It's a declaration of your mental fortitude. It's you standing tall and proclaiming, I am more than my setbacks, more than my failures, more than the emotional shrapnel that tries to lodge itself in my psyche. Your workouts become rituals, rites of passage that you undertake regularly. These aren't just routines, they're ceremonies, sacred acts that elevate your status in your own eyes. The gym becomes a temple, the track a holy ground, the swimming pool sacred waters where you undergo a baptism of sweat, resetting your emotional and psychological state. Each rep, each lap, each set becomes a form of self-affirmation, a way to reinforce your identity, not just as someone who exercises, but as someone who overcomes, who endures, who perseveres. Furthermore, the goals you set and achieve in your physical training establish milestones on your life's timeline. 
These are not mere notches on a belt. They're landmarks that guide you through the fog of war and the labyrinthine maze of depression. When you cross that finish line, hit that personal best, or master that difficult yoga pose, you're setting a beacon for your future self. These achievements scream out, this is who I am. This is what I'm capable of. And let's talk about the concept of flow, the mental state of being fully immersed, fully engaged, where time seems to stand still, and all that exists is the task at hand. When you reach that state, you're not just performing, you're existing in a dimension beyond the reach of doubt, fear, or despair. You become impervious to the mental artillery that depression launches your way. You're shielded by the sheer force of your concentrated will, and in that state, you glimpse the true essence of your being, untainted by depression's distorting veil. Identity is not just a tag or a label, it's a fortress. It's the stronghold that keeps the enemy at bay. It becomes almost invincible when that identity is anchored in the unyielding bedrock of physical and mental discipline. And as you reinforce that identity day in and day out, with each workout serving as another brick in the walls of your fortress, you don't just resist depression's incursions, you repel them, driving the enemy back into the shadows from whence they came. So, warriors, let every workout be a battle cry, a defiant yell in the face of the enemy. Let it fortify not just your body, but your very sense of self. You're not just shaping muscles, you're sculpting your identity. You're not just burning calories, you're incinerating doubt. Let your training reinforce who you are and who you aspire to be. Section 5. The Relentless Pursuit of Improvement Progress Evolution Transformation Those aren't just buzzwords, those are battle cries. They're the banners you march under as you move forward on the battlefield of life, fighting the good fight against depression. And let's make one thing abundantly clear, stagnation is the ally of depression. When you feel like you're in a rut, going nowhere, achieving nothing, that's when depression finds fertile ground to grow, to spread like a noxious weed choking out the flowers of hope and vitality. But what happens when you take on the relentless pursuit of improvement through exercise? You're not just trimming that weed, you're uprooting it, burning it, and salting the earth where it stood. You're planting seeds of growth and transformation that will soon sprout into mighty oaks of resilience. Each day you exercise, you're making a statement, a pledge to yourself and a challenge to depression, that you're committed to growth, breaking new ground, and exploring uncharted territory within yourself. You're gathering intelligence when you chart your progress and log those miles run, weights lifted, or laps swung. You're conducting reconnaissance on your capabilities, establishing a baseline, and identifying room for growth. You're formulating strategies and tactics, planning your next moves with military precision. Your body into a high-performance machine, fine-tuning it for the battles ahead. It's not vanity, it's preparation. It's not narcissism, it's self-preservation. Each personal record shattered, every plateau overcome, is a skirmish one. It's tangible proof of your development, concrete evidence that you're not just spinning your wheels. It's a morale boost for your inner troops, a rallying cry that reverberates through the ranks of your mind and soul. It proves to you, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that you have the power to change your body, your mindset, and your life's trajectory. As you make this progress and witness your capacity for improvement firsthand, a miraculous thing happens, your mental outlook begins to shift. You are no longer bound by the fatalistic belief that you're stuck and that things can't improve.
You've seen the change. You've lived it. Your newfound physical prowess symbolizes your ability to elevate every other aspect of your life. Your relationships, your career, your internal life, none of them are beyond the reach of your transformative touch. You begin to understand that this relentless pursuit of improvement is more than a journey. It's a pilgrimage. It's a spiritual voyage towards the best version of yourself, a version that's been there all along, hidden under layers of doubt, fear, and the oppressive weight of depression. And the beautiful thing is, there's no final destination. There's no summit too high, no ocean too deep. There's always another mountain to climb, another challenge to conquer, another enemy to defeat. So strap on your boots, gear up, and get ready to march. The road ahead is long and fraught with challenges and obstacles, but that's exactly how you want it. Because each challenge surmounted, each obstacle overcome, is another victory in your relentless pursuit of improvement. Section 6, The Catalyst for Broader Life Changes Here's the deal, the path you're on, this relentless march towards physical and mental fortitude through exercise isn't an isolated road. No, it's a highway, a sprawling, intricate network of interconnecting routes leading you to multiple destinations. Each workout is not just a single mission, it's a catalyst for a broader campaign to overhaul your entire existence. Do you think this is just about lifting weights or pounding the pavement? Think again. It's a ripple effect, and those ripples extend farther than you can imagine. Your dedication to fitness does more than sculpt your physique. It sculpts your character. The discipline you apply in the gym translates to discipline in every other arena. Whether it's your job, your relationships, or your personal pursuits, the same principles apply. Consistency. Determination. Grit. These aren't just gym buzzwords, they're life skills, the cornerstones of success in any endeavor. The tenacity you show when grinding out that last rep is the same tenacity you'll employ to meet work deadlines, keep promises, and fulfill commitments. You show up. You don't quit. Period. And let's talk about time management. Do you think fitting in a daily workout amidst the chaos of life is easy? Wrong. It's a mission that requires planning, foresight, and prioritization. But guess what? Once you master the logistics of incorporating exercise into your schedule, you become a maestro orchestrating the various components of your life. Your sharpened skills and time management spill over into higher productivity, better work-life balance, and more quality time for relationships and self-improvement. Your operational efficiency skyrockets because you chose to make time for physical training. You, you also develop a keen sense of situational awareness. You're tuned not just to your body, but to your surroundings, environment, and social dynamics. You start noticing the small but crucial details, how you react under stress, deal with failure, and interact with others in a team setting. This heightened awareness allows you to spot opportunities for growth and improvement, not just on the treadmill or the yoga mat, but in your interactions with family, friends, and colleagues. What about your diet? Do you think you can optimize your performance with junk food? Negative. You start fueling your body like the high-performing machine it is. Whole foods, balanced nutrients, calculated hydration, your relationship with food undergoes a seismic shift. It becomes not just about pleasure, but function. 
You start viewing meals as another element in your tactical toolbox, a way to nourish and energize the body for the battles ahead, whether physical, mental, or emotional. And don't think for a second that this newfound focus on health and wellness stops with you. It's contagious. Your friends and family see the change, the transformation, and wonder, what's the secret? Your cultivated discipline becomes a beacon, a guiding light that others begin to follow. As they join you on this journey, they also start to feel the invigorating effects of physical activity on their mental state and life. So understand this, your choice to engage in physical exercise isn't a mere hobby, it's a revolutionary act. It's a coup against the oppressive regime of depression and stagnation. And that revolution doesn't just overthrow the old order within you, it establishes a new world order around you. One where resilience, vitality, and excellence aren't just ideals, they're the law of the land. You become not just a soldier in this war against depression, but a general, leading the troops towards a brighter, stronger, more resilient future. Stand by to change the world, starting with yourself. Section 7. The Unyielding Power of Consistency C Consistency. It's not flashy. It's not glamorous. It doesn't make headlines or go viral. But let me tell you, it's the backbone of any successful campaign, whether it's a military operation, a business venture, or your war against depression. This isn't a sprint, it's a marathon, a long-haul mission where quick fixes and shortcuts are recipes for disaster. You don't defeat an enemy as formidable as depression with a single, heroic act. You wear it down, day by day, with unyielding consistency. Do you think doing one intense workout is going to fix everything? Wrong. That's like firing a single bullet and expecting to win the war. The true power lies in the relentless repetition of small but meaningful actions. Each day you show up to exercise is another day you've decided to fight, another day you refuse to surrender to the dark abyss of your mind. Consistency turns your workouts into a coordinated barrage, a sustained artillery strike that leaves no room for depression to regain ground. But let's get even more granular here. Consistency isn't just about showing up. It's about showing up and giving it your all. Every. Single. Time. It's about pushing the boundaries of your comfort zone, challenging the limits you or society have artificially set for yourself. Can't do one more rep? Do it anyway. Think you can't shave another second off your mile? Prove yourself wrong. In these moments of pushing past the can'ts and the won'ts, you shatter the mental shackles depression tries to impose on you. The discipline it takes to be consistent in your workouts teaches you to be vigilant and always on guard against the complacency that invites depression back into your life. It's a habit, a lifestyle, a creed. It's your daily oath that you will not falter or stray from your path of improvement. It becomes part of your identity, woven into the very fabric of your being. You don't even question it anymore, it's just what you do. It's who you are. And let's talk about setbacks. They're inevitable. There will be days when the weights feel heavier, the track seems longer, and the pool appears deeper. Those are the days when consistency matters the most. Those are the days when showing up is a victory in itself, a snub to the face of depression that thought it had you beat. Your consistent action on those hard days becomes a testament to your resilience, an object lesson in your indomitability. Consistency also builds a cumulative effect, like compound interest in a bank account you never knew you had.
Every workout, every set, every rep contributes to a growing reservoir of physical and emotional strength. It's not about the instant gratification of a quick fix. It's about the long-term satisfaction of knowing that you're building something enduring, something monumental. You're constructing a fortress of well-being that can withstand the sieges of life's adversities. So when the going gets tough, when the demons of doubt and despair start whispering in your ear, remember the unyielding power of consistency. It's your bedrock, your foundation, the immovable object against which the unstoppable force of depression breaks and crumbles. Remain steadfast, warriors. Keep showing up, fighting the good fight, and never give in. Section 8. Building your tactical plan for victory. Listen up. Planning isn't just about setting arbitrary goals and hoping for the best. It's your tactical blueprint for victory. It's your mission order. It's the difference between launching a calculated assault against your enemy, depression, and wandering aimlessly in the field of battle, an easy target for ambush. You wouldn't go into combat without a plan. Don't go into this fight unprepared either. Gear up, lock, and load, and let's break down how you build that tactical plan for victory. First, you've got to establish your objectives and your mission-critical targets. Is it improving your cardiovascular health? Building muscle mass? Gaining flexibility? Mental clarity? Whatever it is, define it. Be specific, be deliberate, and be ruthless in your precision. Vague objectives breed vague results. Your goals should be so clear that they're engraved in your mind, a constant reminder every time you lace up those running shoes or grip that barbell. Next, tactics. How are you going to accomplish those objectives? If you want to build endurance, you can't lift heavy with low reps all day. You can't just jog endlessly around the track if you want to gain strength. Your tactics need to align with your objectives. Create a regimen that targets your goals with surgical precision, whether that's high-intensity interval training, powerlifting, distance running, yoga, or a mix tailored to hit multiple objectives. Adapt and evolve your tactics as you progress. The battlefield is always changing, and so should your plan. Now, let's talk about resources. Equipment, gym memberships, nutritional supplements, and recovery tools are your weapons and armor. Make sure you're adequately equipped for the mission ahead. But remember, resources aren't just material, they're also informational. Do your research, consult with experts, and read up on the latest exercise science and nutrition guidelines. Arm yourself with knowledge because, in this battle, ignorance isn't bliss, it's fatal. But what about contingencies? Do you think everything's going to go smoothly? Negative. Injuries might happen. Personal and professional commitments may interfere. The world is full of chaos and unforeseen circumstances. Your plan needs to be flexible and able to adapt to changing conditions. Have alternative workouts for when you can't make it to the gym. Have a recovery protocol for when you're injured. Be ready to pivot, but never stray too far from your ultimate objectives. Time frame. Set one. Are we talking about a 90-day transformation? A six-month grind? A lifelong commitment? The scope of your plan will dictate the pace and intensity of your actions. You can't sprint a marathon, and you can't win a sprint by pacing yourself. 
Match your efforts to your timeline and set checkpoints to assess your progress, adjust your tactics, and recalibrate your plan. Accountability. Don't underestimate this. Whether it's a training partner, a coach, or a dedicated online community, having someone or something to answer to magnifies your commitment. It adds an extra layer of motivation, another line of defense against the encroaching darkness of depression. Your accountability system is your fire support, providing that extra artillery when needed most. And don't forget, document everything. Keep a log, a journal, a digital record, whatever it takes. Track your workouts, your meals, and your moods. Monitoring your operations gives you valuable intel for adjusting your strategies and assessing your victories and defeats. It also serves as irrefutable evidence of your progress, a war diary that charts your epic campaign against depression. So there it is your tactical plan for victory. It's comprehensive, it's adaptable, and, most importantly, it's actionable. No more vague intentions. No more wishful thinking. This is your concrete plan, your detailed map of the future you will seize. Execute with discipline, adapt with intelligence, and fight with unyielding ferocity. Section 9. The Final Charge and Sustained Momentum You've got your tactical plan. Your objectives are clear. Tactics aligned. Resources gathered. Contingencies planned. The time frame set, accountability in place. The table is set for victory. Now what? Now, you execute. You make your final charge, and you sustain that momentum. This is where the rubber meets the road. This is where you bring your strategy to life. This is where you initiate a full-scale assault on your enemy, depression. First, stop hesitating. Take action. Procrastination is the enemy's best ally. The longer you wait, the stronger it gets, fortifying its defenses and expanding its territory. Don't give it that luxury. Once your plan is in place, initiate your attack immediately. Whether stepping onto that treadmill, lifting that first weight, or stretching those muscles, take the first step. Remember, a thousand-mile journey starts with a single step, but that step must be taken. Ensure your opening move is decisive, a statement of intent that echoes throughout the campaign. As you push through, there will be days when your motivation wanes, when the fire that ignited your initial charge flickers and threatens to go out. This is where discipline comes in. Discipline doesn't care about your mood, excuses, or justifications. Discipline is your unwavering ally, pushing you forward when everything else fails. Keep that fire stoked with the fuel of discipline, and you'll find that motivation returns, reignited by your relentless progress. And let's talk about consistency again. It can't be overstated. As you maintain your charge and push forward in this war, keep the machinery of your efforts well-oiled through consistent action. Consistency will be the hammer that nails down your achievements, making them a permanent part of your new fortress of well-being. Consistency ensures that your momentum is not just a one-off charge, but a sustained advance, a continual pushing of the lines until you've driven the enemy completely from the field. Don't get complacent, even when victories start piling up. It's easy to let your guard down when you start seeing results, when the mirror reflects anew you when the numbers on the scales or the barbells start to tip in your favor. Complacency is the silent sniper, aiming when you least expect it. Remain vigilant. 
celebrate your wins, but don't rest on them. Every day is a new battle, and the war is never truly over. Also, remember to reinforce your victories. Each success in your fitness regimen is a conquered territory that needs to be secured and held. This means maintaining your gains through continual effort, maybe even ramping up the intensity as your newly acquired physical capabilities allow. Your victories are not just milestones, they are new baselines, new starting points for the next wave of your assault. And keep your eyes on the horizon. Your initial objectives might have been reached, but the battlefield always evolves. New challenges will present themselves, new fitness milestones, mental hurdles, and opportunities for growth and transcendence. Your plan, while solid, is not set in stone. It's a living document, subject to revisions as you collect more intel, experience, and victories. Keep updating your objectives, refining your tactics, and pushing for more. This is your final charge and the beginning of a sustained, lifelong campaign. You are not just fighting a battle, but committing to a perpetual state of war. Because let's face it, life will keep throwing punches, testing your defenses, and trying to breach your fortress. But now, you're equipped, fortified, and battle-hardened. You're ready for the long haul. You have the tools, the strategies, and the indomitable will not just to survive, but thrive. So lock and load, warriors. Take your positions. Prepare for your final charge, but also prepare for a lifetime of sustained momentum. The battle is fierce, the enemy formidable, but victory is within your grasp. All you've got to do is reach out and take it. Section 10, Victory, Reflection, and Continuous War You've charged into battle, sustained your momentum, and now you're standing on the battlefield, tasting victory. Sweat is your war paint, every aching muscle is a battle scar. But what now? You think you're done? No. Victory is just a milestone on the infinite road of life's challenges. It's a point for reflection and recalibration, not for complacency and certainly not for surrender. This is the cycle of continuous war. Let's break it down. Start with soaking in that victory. You've earned it. Whether it's hitting a personal best in the gym, losing that stubborn weight, or finally mastering a complex yoga pose, acknowledge your triumph. Feel the exhilaration. This is your reward, fuel for the soul, a powerful antidote against the venom of depression. It's not just a win for your body, but for your mind, proving that you can set objectives, implement a plan, and see it through to completion. Now, reflection. After savoring the win, take a tactical pause. Analyze your campaign. What worked? What didn't? Was your initial reconnaissance accurate? Did your tactics align perfectly with your objectives? Were there unanticipated obstacles? This is your after-action report, AAR, a thorough debrief that scrutinizes every maneuver, every decision, and every outcome. This isn't a pat on the back. This is a scalpel, dissecting the operation so you can identify areas for improvement, fortify your tactics, and eliminate weaknesses. And, and you'll find weaknesses. Guaranteed. Maybe your endurance isn't where it should be. Maybe your strength gains have plateaued. Maybe external factors like work or family commitments interfered with your regimen. Identify these. Document them. 
These aren't setbacks, they're intel. They're actionable data that you can use to recalibrate your strategies for the next campaign. Recalibration is key. Your tactical plan isn't a static document, it's a living blueprint, evolving with every victory and defeat. Once you've reflected and gathered new intel, update your plan. Set new objectives, refine your tactics, and adjust your timeline. Every victory expands your operational theater, offering new territories to conquer new challenges to overcome. Don't get comfortable. Comfort is a cage. Break out of it and venture into the unknown, armed with the knowledge and experience you've gained. Now, you re-engage. Armed with your updated plan, you launch another offensive. This is the cycle of continuous war. It's not one battle or even a series of battles. It's a perpetual campaign, an endless series of skirmishes you engage in daily. And you know what? That's life. That's resilience. Life isn't about achieving one victory and then retiring undefeated. It's about taking hits, learning lessons, adapting, and pressing for the next challenge. And let's be real, the war against depression is a lifelong campaign. You can win battles and secure strongholds, but the enemy is relentless. It will regroup, it will adapt, and it will launch counteroffensives when you least expect it. But guess what? So will you because you're not the same person who started this journey. You're stronger, wiser, more disciplined, and infinitely more resilient. So, what's the bottom line? Victory is gratifying, but it's not the end. It's a checkpoint. A pit stop where you refuel, rearm, and relaunch. Embrace it, analyze it, and then gear up for the next leg of your lifelong mission. This is the doctrine of continuous war. It's relentless. It's demanding. But it's the only way to live a life of resilience, strength, and ultimate victory. The fight continues. Always. Conclusion. Resilience warriors, you've reached the end of this briefing, but let's be clear, this is not the end of your mission. The intel has been delivered, and the strategies laid bare. You now know that exercise isn't just about physical prowess, it's about waging and winning an internal war against a formidable enemy, depression. This isn't just theory. It's a proven, battle-tested approach grounded in science, reinforced by discipline, and backed by the indomitable will to fight. And not just to fight, but to win, conquer, and emerge intact, stronger, fortified, unbreakable. You've been armed with the knowledge of how exercise chemically transforms your brain into a fortress, how it rewires neural pathways to outmaneuver the enemy at every turn. You've learned how to deploy a rigorous, unforgiving routine and why it's vital to keep adapting your strategies to meet the enemy's ever-changing tactics. You've been trained in the art of mental warfare, taught how to use the power of discipline as your ally, and now you stand at the precipice of a new dawn, a new life, a new you. But let's get one thing straight. None of this, none of it, matters if you don't execute. Plans are just plans until they're put into action. Knowledge is just information unless applied. Victory is a concept until it's grasped and made real through sweat, pain, and relentless effort. And understand this, the road will not be easy. You'll be tested, you'll be pushed to your limits, and you'll face setbacks. You'll have to dig deeper than you ever thought possible to continue the fight when the enemy seems unbeatable. That's not a possibility, 
It's a guarantee. B but here's the deal. When you face those moments of doubt, pain, and utter despair, you will look back at this manual, this commitment you've made to yourself, and you'll push through. You'll remember why you started, what you're fighting for, and who you will become if you persevere. You will realize that every drop of sweat, every aching muscle, and every moment of discomfort is not a sign of defeat, but a building block of your victory. Now, you have your orders. The path has been illuminated. The strategies have been mapped. Your weapons have been issued. The only thing left to do is to engage. It's time to take back your life, reclaim your happiness, and hoist the flag of victory over the conquered terrains of your mind. Execute with extreme prejudice against your internal enemy. Stay disciplined. Stay resilient. This is Jim Lunsford, reporting from the front lines of life's battlefield. The headquarters? ResilienceUnleashed.net. What happens there? It's a crucible where discipline fuses with resilience and character is sculpted from raw will. What are we up against? Addiction, trauma, and the obstacles that ambush you in the dark corners of life. The mission, better today than yesterday. That's the standard. And we're not lone wolves. We're a unit, an army of resilience warriors. We are prepping for tomorrow's battles while also becoming leaders of the fight. Dig in at the trenches at resilienceunleashed.net for the tactics, strategies, and game plans.